we talking shit, baby. Every episode, I promise you was lit, baby. Every week, get some shit you can't miss, baby. Dylan Bob, still a vibe. Podcast game solidified, no cap. All fact like a snapper. Stream us on that Spotify or Apple, tap in. Roller coaster ride, strap in. We gon' take you for a ride, just take this shit in stride. All topics, sport the current event. Tell me who more current than this. Good luck with the mother shows. This the best one. Your sister and your brother knows. We talking shot, we talking shot, we talking shit, baby. We talking shot, we talking shot, we talking shit, baby. We talking shot, we talking shot, we talking shit, baby. We talking shot, we talking shot, we talking shit, baby. Yes, sir. Talking shop, episode one hundred and thirty. I'm your host, Bobby Hall, and with me, as always, my co-host, Dylan the Savage, aka Jake Paul, and Joe the Greek, aka Young Bluto. My boys, how are we doing this week? Doing good, doing good. How about you guys? Hungry, real hungry. Hungry? You have breakfast? Oh, I'm full. I just, I just ate. Thirty ten a.m. Man, past ten a.m. You doing? Busy, man. That thing's going on. Like, well, I get, no, gotta, yeah. gotta eat. I, know, yeah, I saw right? you slinging uh, up some steak bagels over there, steak egg bagels. Oh, yeah. It was fire. It was really good, actually. I almost, I was actually gearing up to go just run through McDonald's and get breakfast and shit, but then I seen we had some leftover stuff, so I'm like, let's go the free route, and it turned out spectacular. Yeah. The only thing I was missing, I wish I had better. some onions to saute up, but... Other than that, it was it was really good. That was their worst decision, getting rid of that steak bagel, man. Yeah, we mentioned it almost on the weekly, I think. I feel it, like, yeah, it is. Well, we needed to catch on because they're always bringing shit back. They're bringing the wrong shit back always. Like, like we said before, leave the McRib you know, in <laughs> right. the fucking dust and uh, let's get that steak bagel back, back, please. Yeah. Yeah, started getting the pastry game. We have some McMuffins now, or they've always had those, I guess. But the, the more introduced of those, like peel away. Uh, There's Dylan as number one. There it is. <laughs> what? What I say now? <laughs> they got this new. They got the McMuffins now. We I mean, had them probably since like '38. <laughs> that was like when I did that, that wine review. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't done one yeah. of these in a while. It's actually my first one I've ever done. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> Oh, that's great. Uh, what the hell, man? Yeah, but I had it. I mean, it was a long week, guys. It was a long week. Uh, went up to uh, Toledo to visit a good buddy, friend of show, Charlie, uh, his new crib uh, with his lady, and watched the UFC fights where I saw my uh, my four-fight parlay vanish within 45 seconds of the fight, first fight on the parlay. Um, and as you said, Bobby, never go against the chin-strapped Russians in UFC. <laughs> Yeah. Um. It, I, for one, uh, the the pictures. Okay, if I was just going off pictures, the pictures on DraftKings are just super small, so I couldn't zoom in. Um. And I definitely thought Cody was someone else. Uh, when uh he came out, I was like, oh no. I mean, like it was bad. It was bad because I knew, like, I was seeing highlights and I like the uh, of uh, uh the Russian guy, and I I think he's he's going to be something special. He's coming out of the same place as that other, um, Khabib. Uh, same area. I don't think they're in relatants at all. But yeah, they, they just breed animals over there. So never again betting against him. I learned my lesson. I had my chance of. T- I just cashed. I wagered twenty bucks. I had a chance to cash in four hundred. 
gone in 45 seconds. And the worst part, salt and wound, every other fight hit on the parlay. I was so sad, but um, still a good night All nonetheless. Good, yes, good night uh, nonetheless. Drove back that same night uh, back to, to the Troy area. So I got home about like 2 a.m., 3 o'clock. One hell of a night, man. One hell of a night. But uh, doing it all again here today. I got invited over there, but he, he kind of gave me a little bit of too short a notice. So I couldn't, ah. I couldn't uh, make it happen. But he, I told him next time uh, he's got he's to let me know. I got to get over there. So I want to check out the new spot as well. But um, It's nice. It's nice. This week was probably the first week of the year so far where it was, just, it was a good week, man. Um, first couple of days, like, yeah, it's been colder than shit. Outside, I mean, luckily, I'm I'm in a truck. I would say 75 percent of the day, but yeah. the times you got to get out and like you know clean shit up or you know switch out stuff, get out in the landfill because landfill, whatever the temperature is, like just outside, it's even worse up there in the landfill where just it's it's higher up, it's it's open, Windy, no trees, yeah. yeah. So it's just it's just way worse. So so that's I definitely degrees. was getting hit with it as well. I mean, but like like I said, luckily as soon as that was done, I get to climb right back into the climate controlled truck but i definitely i was layered up and uh yeah monday and tuesday about half a wednesday um i was definitely we were definitely we were going hard and then uh wednesday uh me and, and our guy our, our our loyal dear listener todd young we uh jumped on the pike headed down to the land and we call it uh AEW, man it was awesome um over there down at the cleveland state university's um basketball arena uh, caught an awesome show. Um, it was awesome, man. And then I, I took that Thursday off, obviously, because there's there's no way in hell I'm gonna get home at one o'clock, two o'clock in the morning, and then go to work at five thirty. So um, I tried that once, and um, not smart, man. Not not a smart thing to do when you're a driver, you know. You don't um, say never, right. uh, never again, man. So if it's ever if there's ever any kind of event like that during the week, obviously. I gotta take the following day off. It's just gotta happen, or else. But I'm if you're like, like, we'll make it happen. <clears throat> you're like 22, you could probably do it. Probably, yeah. I mean, yeah, It'll be rough. you're pretty much invincible until you cross the 25 year old mark, and then things things uh, quickly change. <laughs> My and then once, once you get into the 30s, it's like, yeah, game over. <laughs> but um, it was awesome. It was a lot of fun. Got to see pretty much you know all their big stars. Um, had some awesome seats and the cool thing was, I think it was like 50 bucks after the stupid ass fees, of course, like 50 bucks a ticket. And, um, it was like four, it was a four hour show and they kind of, they had a two hour live show that they do every Wednesday. And then before that started, they, they taped one show that they do on YouTube. And then after the live show, they did a whole other hour, um, of the show that they, um, broadcast on Friday. So you got, you know, four hours of wrestling, three kind of basically three different shows, off the price of one ticket, so they definitely um, they definitely leave you satisfied 100%. So that was great. And then um, the only thing that kind of sucks is, yeah, I, I got off work like 11 o'clock on Wednesday, got Thursday off, and then you go back to work on Friday, kind of, yeah. you know, one more little kick in the pants. But it's uh, it's just one day. Though, you know? Yeah, and that, and that was the thing that kind of made it better. It's like, all right, at least it's Friday, and then let's get it over with, let's get to the weekend. I have a question on that wrestling. So, a four-hour show. Do you realize that as it's going on, do they like pause events, like intermission type of deals, and they like kind of go into the next show? Like, do you know it's separate shows going on here? Yeah, because they'll, just... they'll change like the um, like the banners around the ring, okay, okay. you know, and all that shit. So, and then there's a guy like the ring announcer. He's kind of like the head 
you know, um, I don't know what you'd call him, but he, he'll basically just kind of let you know what's going on. Like next, we got this show and blah blah blah. So yeah, they keep it rolling. And Damn. the cool thing about AEW, like I, I rock, I rock with WWE for sure, and I always will for the rest of my life. Like today, I'm excited. Today's the Royal Rumble. Today's Saturday, and the Royal Rumble's tonight, which is probably my favorite event Go that Johnny they put on every year. Um, yeah, he's in there, so <laughs> we'll see what yeah, happens. What? I just watched a video this morning. Uh, with Brock Lesnar throwing Wee Man through a table <laughs> at some restaurant, <laughs> which was hilarious. Um, what he used like two fingers. Yeah, I was gonna say it looked, it looked like he just had lifted up like a styrofoam plate. <laughs> it was and then dropped it on the ground, but it was funny. <laughs> but I'm excited, and the cool thing is, is like this year WWE, like a lot of their events that would usually be Sunday night, they are putting on Saturday, which is so great. Obviously for for me, I mean that just makes so much more sense. I don't know. That's- why Sunday was always like the you know the go to day for some of that stuff because they they start at like eight o'clock, they go for three four hours like WrestleMania for a while was going for like five or six hours so like it's just uh, it's awesome so I'm excited but I say all that to say if you watch uh, a WWE event on Raw or SmackDown like as soon as the show starts it's like a twenty minute segment of just like a guy or two guys talking and that and that's it but like. If you watch AEW, as soon as the that red light goes on and they're live, like they just jump right into a match and they, like they don't they don't fuck around, man. They just go from match to match. Like there's there's very little talking, and that's the kind of the stuff you want to see, like building up storylines, you know, through the actual action instead of just like watching a three hour talk show. So that was pretty cool. Um, they actually opened up their um, Wednesday show with this probably. One of, if not the best ladder match like I've ever seen. So that was pretty cool to see live. People have been talking about that ever since. Like this one dude, Sammy Guevara, jumped from one ladder to the other, caught his dude, and then did like a diamond cutter off like a twenty foot ladder. So that was one of the coolest things I've ever seen, actually. So God damn, um, <laughs> that was impressive. It was fun, man. It was fun because, as you guys know, twenty twenty two has been uh, definitely kicking my ass so far this year. So it was kind of nice to, to step outside of that for a minute. And I'll uh, be able to join myself with, you know, my boy Todd and uh, kind of kind of forget some of that shit, you know, that's going on. So that that was uh, it was a good week. This is that's the beauty of live entertainment, baby, man. I just got you just kind of like we talk about sports a lot. I know, Joe, you love sports and uh, but it just unites no matter what your differences are politically or just in life in general, odds and ends. Y'all can unite. And agree on one thing and kind of that fandom of whatever it is, like your instance, AEW, wrestling in general. Everyone's just there to enjoy the live entertainment, the show, and just whatever's happening back outside of that arena doesn't fucking matter for four hours. And it's beautiful. Yep. It was great. It's, it's definitely something I needed. So I'm glad that we were able to make it happen. Hopefully those guys come back, uh, you know, pretty soon, man, because whenever they do, um, I'll be there. So. Um, but I'm 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 excited for today, man. I'm excited uh, to be recording another podcast, Absolutely. 130th episode. Yeah, that's um, crazy. 130. I did forget to say in the intro, but obviously, as always, we are presented by Anchor. Shout out to Anchor for uh, keeping the lights on over here at TSP. So, um, <laughs> got to definitely make sure we shout that out. Um, we got we got a packed episode though. But mm-hmm. I think before we jump in with our guests, I definitely want to get the the fuck of the week. Um thrown out there and get that set up done. I don't know if you got your little little sound bite 
you want to throw out there for that, but um, I don't have it at the ready. I apologize. Unbelievable, unbelievable. I can get it. Hold on. Hold um, on. no, I'm just kidding. It's all right. That's not a big deal. Um, but basically, the fuck all the week this week is going to be the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame. Uh, obviously, okay. this it's been well known that this show we're not big baseball guys in, in the least, but this week. You know, it was all over my timeline that this was Barry Bonds' last like chance to get into the Hall of Fame, and uh, of course, he didn't make it in. And uh, how did he this, not? Make somebody it tweeted in? that because he, he he juiced up, man. That was no, all big things. Like, people it? like him, yeah, exactly. The the funny thing is, is, another guy that juiced up. I think it was David Ortiz. He got voted in. So it's like these guys don't make any sense. But I I, I um, screenshot of this tweet. It says MLB's all time hit leader. Pete Rose, all-time home run leader Barry Bonds, and all-time Cy Young leader Roger Clemens are all not in the Hall of Fame, and that's insane. What? That's insane. Oh, hey, fucko. Hey, fucko. Like, Yo, fucko. Hey, fucko. Hey, fucko. Hey, fucko. What's going on? Joey Carrada here. That's for all you right. and I think, I think it was better that that came out of the clear-ass blue <laughs> than when like, being ready for yeah. it. So. <laughs> I don't understand Appreciate how that. they keep those guys out. Like, I'm not a big baseball guy at all, and I know all those names. That's what I'm saying, and not? you know, and you probably know Sammy Sosa and Mark yeah. McGuire. Everyone, everyone remembers, especially people our age, 1998, the big home run. That was a wild you know, time. race. Like, I remember watching, the, like, keeping up on that, like, through Sports Center and stuff, and um, even you know, you'd catch a game every once in a while because yeah, it was just awesome. Like these guys were just going back and forth. They were it's always within like two or three home runs and stuff. And then you, you go on a few years later, you're watching Barry Bonds smack out with a 73 home runs in a season. And just, it, it's it's crazy. But All because he was because, on the juice? Uh, no, yeah. Creatine. Well, this All is, those guys, yeah. And um, it so it's going to be, it'll man. be interesting. I mean, you got guys like, you know, Alex Rodriguez, he was all into that shit, but he's pretty, you know, prominent name in the sport. Like, is, is he not going to make it in? Like. Be wild. So, and then Pete Rose, like he was betting on games back in like the seventies or something. So, like, come on. I mean, it, uh, it was kind of shitty, but I think fifty years later, I think it's time to kind of move on from that. But baseball—that's the kind of thing that I think why they're not able to jump over, you know, football and basketball, um, yeah, and in other sports like that because they're just so stuck in their ways from nineteen twenty or whatever the, the way this stuff was set up that, um. You know, they're not voting in players that, like you just said, Joe, you don't watch baseball, but you know every player that I just listed off. And it's because, you know, they are doing pretty awesome shit. So I don't know. I think uh, they got to, they got to wake up, you know, as far as that stuff goes. Yeah. And and I'll just leave it at this from my stake. It's going to be a line that I heard that sums it up the greatest as far as the baseball Hall of Fame is concerned. It's a museum, not a church. Okay. So let right. them in because you know they're they're the, they are the what are the, what do they call it the cream of the creme, cream of the crop, whatever yeah, it cream is, cream of the creme or cream. Of, you can yes. mix them both though. Yes, I'm mix them together. Tomato, Probably tomato, cream. corn yes. of the cream or whatever Dylan would say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I have to. But that's the, the best and, and the, the other shitty part is like those those records that I put, that I told you guys about. They're yeah. in the record book. So if these guys are so bad and shit and like ruining right, the game right. and stuff, like why are they even still in the record book? It's just these guys con- contradict each other nonstop, and it just they look stupid. This so. Pete Rose shit's funny. Dumb to me sport. You'll see like a what is it? The DraftKings logo. 
Yeah. Like all over a, a stadium. But I mean, nah, man, you can't bet on games. Right. It, it's everywhere. Gambling's everywhere. Let it happen. Yeah. So MLB Hall of Fame. Fuck all the week. Um, get it together over there, please, because you guys are you guys just look so foolish, stupid. So, um, that's what I got. But guys, I think I think it's time for us to uh, bring a guest on. You know, this has uh, been an episode that not only we're excited about, but uh, we got friends and and you know you know fans of the show that are pretty stoked because um, you know a couple of days ago a pretty pretty awesome promo video went out and we put it all across all the socials and I think we got pretty good. Um, interactions all across the board so it was very well put together and definitely uh got everyone pretty excited to go but um for this week on episode 130 we have with us walter johnson of uh the michigan barbecue addicts uh the head pitmaster the owner operator you know the whole thing he does it all uh, apparently even you know big video editor we've come to learn so um walter w- welcome to the show we're we're, we're really really ecstatic to have you on um and talk all things barbecue and uh kind of how you're weaving your way through this whole industry and 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 goals and all that stuff man welcome to the show hey thanks for letting me talk shop with you on this beautiful saturday yes sir yes sir thanks for being with us but um yeah right out the gate uh we were talking pre-production a little bit that um this you guys just kind of opened the doors i guess per se quote unquote um in 2020 and uh, kind of been doing your thing and building it up, and it seems to be getting built up pretty well. Um, you know, you went from at least on the TikTok side of things in August, you were at about a thousand followers, and now you know you're you're nearing thirty thousand. We'll probably cross that that mark here, um, you know, very soon. So, um, obviously, I got to assume before that you were you were doing your thing, you know, in, in the backyard. But uh, you know, how long you been you been uh, you know behind the pit? And what made you finally decide that you wanted to kind of start your own business? Oh, absolutely. Um, so I ended up started. I started cooking like back in 2000. I, I Well, I'll put an age on it. I was like 15 years old and I started cooking. And it's something that I really enjoyed doing, you know. Um, buddy of mine took me to a barbecue place. I was local in the area. And uh, I, I didn't really have any good barbecue. My, my folks didn't really uh, barbecue a lot. It was usually burgers and hot dogs. And then. Uh, I tried my first brisket, right? And yes. of course, you try brisket the first time, and it's just like it's a game-changing experience. Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. And so I was like, man, I got to make this myself, right? Um, I had a lot of great smokes. I had a lot of very unsuccessful smokes. Um, ultimately, you got to fail a couple times to be successful, you know. And you know, I'm still learning a lot That's about sad. the process. But you know what? Developing the Michigan Barbecue Addicts it allows me to go through the, the successes, go through the failures, and we build up and work from there, you know? Um, so I've been working on this since I was 15. Uh, I started smoking, what was it? It was 2015, I, th- I first uh, bought my smoker off of Amazon, 80 bucks, uh-huh. nice and easy, you know? And uh, first smoke was absolutely terrible, smoke sausage, you know? And uh, <laughs> it was like, it was like eating twigs. <laughs> yep. <laughs> You got to do it a couple times and then you build up from there, you know, um, pandemic hits and I'm like, okay, this is a great opportunity to, you know, smoke something, you know, you're working crazy throughout the pandemic. And then next thing you know, we're like, oh, you know what, let's try making a brisket. First one was terrible. We did it again the following weekend. Absolutely perfect. 
you know um we started building it up on facebook and stuff like that and i got my first hundred followers and i was like you know what i'm gonna get on tiktok you know and the rest is history <laughs> awesome. that is great um what so what what exactly are, are you guys doing now because um some of the, our friends were asking you know where your where their location is like where can we order stuff and obviously um i've seen you kind of get asked that quite a bit on tiktok and stuff and that's something that you guys want to do um down the line open up i don't know a truck or a restaurant of sorts but what exactly is it that you guys do like today so today ultimately we are a it's an online educational platform um some people call me a barbecue influencer or a social media influencer which i'm cool with that that's fine but <laughs> the uh big thing we like to do is showing people that anybody can barbecue. You know, if, if I can do it, anybody on this podcast can do it. Anybody that listens to this podcast can do it. You know, um, awesome. it, it just takes, uh, right now it's, it's all educational videos and stuff like that. Um, I like to have fun with it. Like recently we started, you know, doing like doing the seven second videos on TikTok, and those have been a pretty big hit. I mean, I know one of them is uh, bound to hit a million, a million views by the end of the, uh, by the end of the month, hopefully. So crazy, man. I know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, meat getting a million views, you know? That's crazy. That's what blows my mind how much people like barbecue like that. And I mean, if people can share that crazy obsession like I do, then I'm totally fine with that's that. That's so cool. Well, but, like, like, um, well I was going to say, like, I was just going to say, like, we were talking about earlier in the episode how sports being the ultimate unifier, just live events. Well, like, food. Barbecue, that is an ultimate unifier. I mean, talking about backyard barbecues, bringing the family together, we're bringing the world together with social media barbecues. Absolutely. What I have is Anthony Bourdain once said that, uh, you know, barbecue may not be the key to world peace, but it's a great start, you know? Yeah, I like that. Eventually, what we're looking to do is, I mean, of course, my dream is to get one of those big, beautiful barbecue pit smokers that I could pull with a truck and then, you know, pull up in front of a business, you know, sell pulled pork sandwiches, brisket, whatever. And then uh, eventually I'd love to see this become a restaurant or become something be cool. where I can teach people barbecue classes in person, you know, do all that cool stuff. Cause again, I want people to learn how to do this because this is such a cool trade. It's such a cool hobby to have. Yeah. And it's, it seems like a lot of people, um, probably because of kind of the the pandemic and just having a lot more free time but even my friends like they they were you know doing a lot more grilling or guys were getting smokers a lot i have a lot of friends that really love the pellet grills so they were uh, messing around with that stuff but um it definitely seems to be something that's picked up steam in the last you know 18 months you know two years so um it's good to have somebody out there that can kind of you know, teach them how to kind of, um, you know, shape the craft and, and perfect it and, and get and get better at Because that's another thing I've learned, too, is, is a lot of guys, a lot of the bigger guys, too, um, minus like a, a few, they'll, they'll kind of have their own ways of doing things, but like they're not necessarily willing to, to share anything regarding that because, you know, they might be big competitors or who knows, but they just kind of, they they're not willing to um you know give any kind of tips or tools to help somebody that's just getting their their feet wet so it's awesome that the people out there got the option to do so now well going off that who are your influences like you you follow anybody online like like a malcolm reed or uh barbecue but pit boys or anybody like that you know it actually started with barbecue pit boys when i first started and i was like man these old guys know what they're doing as far as grilling yeah 
yeah, so I followed the barbecue pit boys and then, um, you know, going through YouTube, I saw Malcolm Reed and Malcolm Reed is, is super cool. I mean, he seems to be the most relatable one. I mean, I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm a big guy. He's a big guy. I mean, we both love our meats and I'm like, he's so sweaty. <laughs> He's so sweaty. <laughs> I'm like, man, get a fan, bro. Come on. But yeah, I watch him. Uh, Matt Pittman's another big one to meet Church Barbecue, and then um, the big three. It's it's typically the Barbecue Pit Boys. It's Malcolm Reed. It's Matt Pittman. Um, I've been getting into all things barbecue as well. Forgive me, I don't know his name, but it's it's a pastime. Like when I'm home, I, I have YouTube on and I'm listening to barbecue. It never stops. Yeah. yeah, Malcolm Reed is—he's the man. I ordered a couple of bottles of his vinegar barbecue sauce, and that stuff is yeah. phenomenal. So he's—he's he's got some some great products over there. And I—I've just recently started watching, uh, like the Meat Church guys, and, and uh, they do some awesome work. So, Joe, I remember when we had your br- brother Nick on when he was talking about all his stuff. He was—he was—I think he pretty much had every <laughs> seasoning those guys had. So he's those got guys, a section um, in his corner of his kitchen is, I think, five. Maybe more tier shelf full of everything. You know what I mean? Like it's his barbecue corner. It's got every seasoning. I don't know sauces from everybody you've heard of. The dude on Christmas made I think prime rib, um, chicken wrapped in bacon that was all smoked up. I don't know. He had like four or five different things. Um, burnt ends. Dude's a weirdo. He loves it. <laughs> um, I this begs to ask though, like. Outside of salt and pepper, the basics. What is some? What's a seasoning that is a must-have on almost anything that you barbecue? Uh, you know what? Uh, the biggest thing with barbecue, too. I mean, yeah, they say salt, pepper. Uh, believe it or not, sugar. Sugar is a really good thing to have with that. Um, I don't. I used to make my own uh, seasonings, but the issue is, is that's how I ruined my first brisket. So I've been always hesitant. Uh-huh. And uh, I made it as like, oh yeah, salt and pepper. That's where it's at. And next thing you know, you got this this big old leathery hockey puck that you're crying over, trying to get moisture into. But, <laughs> um, but the ones that I love to use, I, I love my meat church seasonings. Uh, Blues hog is always pretty good. Um, I got a lot of people sending me different seasonings to try out. And that's something I always love to see because, you know, I, I've been in this game. You know, I mean, I've been able to develop this over the past two years. But, you know, there's people out there that have a wealth of knowledge. And if there's a seasoning that's out there to try, I'm more than happy to try it out. And, you know, I, I love to feature it on the show. I mean, I got them featuring a barbecue sauce tomorrow. Uh, well, yeah, tomorrow we're doing uh, brisket egg rolls. And uh, we're going to be using a specialty sauce. Wait, what? Yeah. That sounds incredible. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be awesome. We actually had the brisket. I started briskets last night. They're sitting in the cooler right now, so. Is that going to be, is there going to be an accompanying dipping sauce of those? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We okay. got that... barbecue sauce that we're trying. It's um, it's Baby Daddy's Barbecue Sauce. It's a local uh, barbecue sauce distributor out here. Do like candied jalapenos and stuff like that. Guys oh, really yeah. been chatting a lot about it. Hell, yeah. And that'll be like, so when will that video be posted? Tomorrow, you said? Yeah. We're going to be posting okay. it tomorrow because we want to get a couple Super Bowl videos out there so that way people can try different types of barbecue. Ah, nice. That's smart. Better than brisket egg rolls, right? Yeah, that's, that's gonna be, that's, that sounds great. I would have never put those two together in my brain. It, it's a game changer. When I first saw it, I was like, wait, wait a minute. I got to try it. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be incredible. Um, if you had to say what would be uh, Michigan Barbecue Addicts um, you know, top top thing that they do as far as you know meats and barbecue go 
Um, ultimately, I think the biggest thing that, that Michigan Barbecue Addicts does is I, I think it brings people together, ultimately. Um, I know that we, we make numerous amounts of meats. We make uh, lots of fun videos. But ultimately, I want to be able to bring people together and uh, understand it. Because, look, the judgment in barbecue is insane. Right. I mean, you get people online like, oh, this is this is the right way to do it. This is the only way to do it. You're wrong. And it's no. I'm a big fan of judgment free barbecue because, you know what, if we want to be constructive, of course, show people how to do it the right way. But, of course, we also want people to know that anybody can do this. Right. You're going to fail a couple of times. You're going to succeed a lot if you if you keep going, you know, don't stop following your dream, you know, Um that we we do make a lot of really good meats. Um, I'm definitely trying to expand on the game as well. I mean, we have uh, we're working on a crawfish boil in the spring. We want to get an alligator to smoke uh, this uh, summer. Oh, yeah. And uh, I mean, we, we got to come up with some more ideas, and we want to bring people together for that. Awesome. Speaking of, I remember one of the lives that I was in of yours probably about a month ago. I think I know you, you were messing with that Cajun two step, which I got a couple bottles of that in my house. I love that stuff. So um, I know that's going to definitely be getting in the mix with a, with a crawfish boil for sure. Oh, you better believe it. <laughs> that That's another dude too. Stale cracker. Like he's, he's definitely, uh, he's a character for sure, but he, he can definitely throw down. That's for sure. So I, I love watching his videos. He's uh he's awesome. So um, that'd, be, that'd be a cool. From is the real question. Yeah. How do you go about getting that shipped to Michigan? Well, you got I went because I follow Stale Cracker too, and that guy is—I mean—he's a dream come true. To if I ever met the guy, I'd probably be fangirling so hard. But <laughs> yeah. Cajun Crawfish Company or the Louisiana Crawfish Company—they also sell alligators, and I've, I've priced it out and stuff like that. They'll send you—I think it's like a, a six or seven foot gator, um, and they'll send it frozen. It's, they'll ship yeah. it to your house. I mean, I was like, hey, I could do that. You know, I got a big enough. How much does that run? Um, it, it's a couple hundred dollars. Uh, so yeah. it's, if you're in Michigan, it's kind of a challenge in Louisiana. You can go in your backyard and probably shoot one <laughs> for free. <laughs> Just right. Yeah. But, um, you know, we're looking at doing that. We got, uh, we got a rib competition we want to do. We want to like do something within like the neighborhood, get everybody trying their stuff, you know? Um, it's all about trying to get some plans out there and get the community involved and get the Michigan barbecue addicts name out there. Cause I want it to be just as much a staple as how to barbecue right with Malcolm Reed, meat church, barbecue, uh, Cajun two-step company, that type of stuff. I do have a question as far as, um, and we're going to get into a little bit more of this for around the middle of Dill, but we talk about regions with barbecuing. So you have like your Memphis, your Texas, your Kansas city, um in your carolina barbecues now are you kind of like i've never heard of like the michigan barbecue or is this kind of like now your brand is you putting a flag up there in your region and trying making like maybe a national name for it and add it to the big dogs oh absolutely absolutely and i, I get this question constantly on my live feeds and people are saying oh texas is better kansas city's better memphis is better there's something about a michigan barbecue where anybody in michigan they've probably been a part of this where you could shut down a whole neighborhood, like whole street, <laughs> and people will come out with their grills. They'll come out and do a cookout in the street. You know, that's Michigan barbecue right there. Getting people, strangers together to try some delicious food. You know, love thy neighbor. Absolutely. I'm throwing my flag. Right I love it. Yeah. Add it to the Mount Rushmore of barbecue. <laughs> yeah. 
face on there, you know? <laughs> uh, <laughs> How far are you from the Toledo area? Oh, uh, at least a couple hours. Um, I'm right outside of the city of Detroit, uh, probably about 30 minutes outside of there. Okay. Uh, but are we going to throw down on the barbecue, Bobby? I think we're going to have to make a, some kind of field trip, boys. So. <laughs> How many rooms you got over there? Because we're going to need to bunk up for a night. I'm going to have hey. the meat sweats. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, hey, we can wait. figure something out. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, I seen because it was, what would you say, West Blooming Field? Bloomfield? Yep. Bloomfield, Michigan. It's inside okay. of the county. Um, Oakland County is about you know, 35, 45 minutes outside of downtown Detroit. Gotcha. Okay. It's not too bad. Not too hey. terrible. We'll make, we'll make it happen. Um. But yeah, as far as like the, you know, you guys kind of like main mission with the judgment free barbecue, I kind of dig that because for a while I and I won't I won't lie, I mean I wasn't like getting into people's faces because I'm I'm big on charcoal. That's that's kind of how my dad always did things, so it just kind of he instilled that in me. So like I got a charcoal grill, and um, that's just my number one thing. But a couple years ago, we had this like safety event at my my work, and we were kind of put into three different teams. My team was the safest so our job gave us all electric smokers and at the time i kind of scoffed at him like man like i don't know what i i don't know what this is about to be like like I, i'm this thing's probably not gonna have any kind of flavor or anything like that but i've done okay i still have it to this day um uh, i use it you know pretty often actually and um one i won't even lie off the rip it's incredible to be able to just set the temperature and then not have to worry about it at all and you know whether rather um, with the charcoal, go you got to keep your eye on that like constantly. So, uh, having an electric smoker, like it's just you kind of set it and forget it, and um, let it do its thing. But um, you know, you, you take the little wood chips and you put it in there in your, in your little water dish, and it does a pretty damn good job. So I kind of realized that like if you kind of know what you're doing and and kind of just pay attention and 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 uh, you know do you know what you're supposed to do, like regardless of what kind of thing you're using or whether you're using pellets, charcoal, you know, wood, et cetera, like you can make damn good barbecue, uh, you know, no matter which thing you use it on. So um, I, I dig that because you're, you're right for sure. There's always, especially the main two is always between like my friends. Some will have obviously gas grills. The other are going to have the charcoal grills and there's always the big debate. But um, I've, I've definitely had some phenomenal, you know, food off of off both sides. So I, I think um, hopefully, I think now for sure that people are starting to kind of realize what I just said is, if you know what you're doing and, uh, you know, take care of, of the meats itself, you're going to be rewarded no matter what. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know what? It's, and we get those debates all the time on the page, too. And the big thing that I tell people, it's not about what you're using, it's about getting to the end goal. Can you produce delicious brisket or some smoked chicken wings or mm-hmm. heck, even a really delicious pork shoulder? I mean, we figure it out, right? I mean, I love my stick burner. I do have a uh, electric smoker I haven't used yet. Um, I wanted to figure out how to use it because, you know, people are, are asking for more delicious barbecue. So I want to be able to use it. You know, it's all about the end goal. End goal is to provide delicious barbecue for you, your family, your friends. That's what it's all about. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, well, yeah, here's my next question. Because we always ask a lot, of, a lot of guests in the past, steaks. How are you? How do you take your steak? Oh, medium. Okay, perfect. Good answer. It's like if it's super tender, I'm gonna go for a rare steak. Um, 
anybody that does I, look I'm, I'm all about judgment-free barbecue but if you get it well done i'm probably gonna put you in an institution <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's fair what are you thinking yeah that's the only people man get your steak well done <laughs> yeah I tell yeah, it's always I've always told them like I, cause I have a couple friends they they like a well done steak and it's nuts. I just tell them like, go get a burger at that point, you know. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's yeah, I don't know. It's ugh. it's it's dry and yeah, I I don't even understand. Um, like medium, mediums too. like the absolute like, you know, chopping point for me. So. Are you crazy? Just, Are you out of your mind? There is young sound bite. <laughs> Timely. A little, little late, but, you know, I wish my computer saved my, my sound bites and I had to pull them up out of my files, but I'm getting quicker with it. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Yeah, <laughs> as far as the, as far as the cut of steak, I know that uh, there's lots of ways to do it. You know, I found that reverse hearing is pretty awesome. Uh, yeah. Anybody tried that? It's incredible. You're smoking it for a little bit and then you're searing it. Mm. It, it makes me speechless. I mean, it's, it's good stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I love reverse, reverse series. Like it's and basically it's foolproof. You know, you, it's really really hard to to screw that up. So, and yep. it's just a good way to, to to make it happen, man, for sure. Um, but sh- short term, long term goals. Obviously, we went through a little bit um, along the way here, and how you know eventually you would maybe like to try to have some kind of portable, you know, pit that you can carry around, or you know, like a restaurant of sorts. But are you trying to maybe have different? Michigan barbecue attic like hubs around the you know the country maybe of, of people maybe traveling around or just doing more content uh, alongside of what you got going on to kind of just push you know your guys' mission of um like what what are what are some we'll, we'll start out with some of the short term goals you know in the immediate future what what do you guys got on on the uh, the docket there absolutely um ultimately short term we're looking at building our following on our social media TikTok. I think it'd be an awesome goal to get to a hundred thousand followers this year. You know, um, I think that would, I mean, I'm very grateful for all my followers, everybody that is, has joined the Michigan barbecue addicts, um, eternally grateful for it. You know, it's, it's people like you guys that build this barbecue community. I can't do it myself. You know, um, the big thing that I'm looking to do is, I mean, we build up our following eventually what I would love to see is, is, you know, different hubs. Like you said, Bobby is, (laughs) having different hubs and spreading that judgment-free barbecue all across the state. Because again, we're throwing our flag down. That's what's going to happen. I like that. What about you guys going to be doing, or I don't know if you already have it, but if not, you guys going to be pushing any kind of merchandise, you know, hats, you know, shirts, trying to get a kind shirt, of even man. like barbecue equipment, stuff like that. Absolutely. We actually, the, the big one that we got right now is our cooler stickers. Um, I got them actually downstairs. I should have grabbed one, but uh, we have Michigan barbecue addicts cooler stickers, which are great to throw on a on a beer cooler, anything like that. Uh, we've distributed a lot of those. Uh, still looking into pricing for hats. Uh, my mother in law, she's actually looking to help out with the shirt game, um, but of course, you know, getting everything all, all situated and uh, copywriting, trademark stuff like that. It's uh, it's a longer plan than I thought. I thought it was sure. And hey, let's just make a shirt, but you know, you got to go through all the paperwork and crap. <laughs> yeah, I like the shirt you we got to get right some now. of those stickers. Beef. Oh, watch. <laughs> <laughs> I just I like the I need one yeah. that says like poultry. Poultry? <laughs> I got another one. Is dirt cats gobble till you wobble? My sister got that one nice. for me, but 
Yeah. <laughs> I get a ton of them. I got the cracker shirts, meat shirts. I, I mean, I, when, I used to be a firefighter before this, and my fire shirts got replaced with barbecue shirts, basically. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> That's a transition. Right? That's like that is the, almost the perfect transition, honestly. Fighting fires to now almost taming the fires with meat. Oh yeah, oh yeah. The fire whisperer. Meat? That'd be great. <laughs> World hunger gone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Firefighter, barbecue pitmaster. That's that's movie esque. That's hilarious. What do them stickers stuff. run? Because I'm gonna, I, I gotta definitely get some for for my rig over here. Or where do we, where well, do we order from? I mean, for keep me on the show today, of course. I mean, we'll we'll message afterwards. I'm going to send you guys some stickers as well for you know having me on the show. You know, we appreciate you guys and uh, talking shop podcast. Um, anybody that's listening from Michigan Barbecue Addicts crew, follow these guys. These guys are great. They do a great thing, and of course, listen to the show. You know, this is awesome. Well, appreciate that. Yeah, thanks, um, for like for like our listeners and 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 people that will be new to you guys. That maybe you know they want to, they want to reach out uh, to get that. Is is there a website or will they just message you guys directly to be able to get some of that stuff? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I get uh, people following me on uh, Instagram. You know, the best way to people for private messages. Uh, hit me up on Instagram. Uh, we do the private messages there. Uh, we're across many different platforms: TikTok, Facebook, Instagram. Recently, Twitter. Thanks to you guys. <laughs> and. Uh, um, yeah, we're, if you guys just message me, you know, I'm happy to send something over, you know, and I love building out that community that way. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely. If you start posting on Twitter, that's kind of where we do most of our damage as of now. We're, we're trying to get a little more into the, uh, the TikTok game. We've posted some of like show clips and stuff and a few of them have done, you know, decent. So we're, we're trying to, uh, to build that up, but that's another thing. Like I said, you, you've kind of built up a, a pretty big following pretty quick on that on that side of things. Um, what kind of advice would you have for for not only us but anybody else that's on there that has maybe a business or just wants to build up uh, a following on that side of things? Absolutely, absolutely. So we started on Facebook, built it out as a, a Facebook group, and. and uh, um, I started with Facebook, went to Instagram. I'm thinking, oh, yeah, this is great. And then I was always hesitant about getting onto TikTok because, believe it or not, I was camera shy, believe it or not. (laughs) (laughs) uh, So I opened up the TikTok, put out my first video, and I got really excited because I was like, oh, my gosh, I got 150 people looking at this. This is awesome, you know? Then I posted my first video, which was the the barbecue breakfast burger. We actually used our Blackstone out back, and – it was, it turned out really well. I mean, I was like 6,000 views on this. I'm, I'm excited, you know? Um, but as you get used to it and getting used to the app, uh, the editing software on TikTok is awesome. I mean, I never thought I'd be a good editor on that, but their editing software is top notch. Um, the biggest key for getting anybody uh, a following is you got to catch them right at the beginning. You know, um, I found that recently with my dill pickle poppers video, if instead of me going in saying, okay, let's, I'm Walter Johnson with Michigan Barbecue Addicts, and today we're doing this, it's easier to say, hey, look, barbecue pickle poppers, let's get it, you know? Because <laughs> at that point. point, instead of hearing an intro here and, oh, food, that's where it's at. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> it's a good start. You got to get it, catch them on, and then, you know, reel them in. It's kind of like fishing, you know? All right. Um, with that, another big thing is use of hashtags. They do little specials where if you put hashtag in your video, 
um, something will come up. I know uh, the big one right now is Elfed Up, which is it's Elf Up, and I, I have no idea where it came from, but it's trending like 3.5 billion views right now. What? So you throw that on there, that, that could be part of it. I mean, look at the other ones. Like if you go through TikTok, you'll see different hashtags that are commonly used, hashtag FYP, hashtag For You page, stuff like that. Yeah. Throw that on there once in a while, and you can build your profile, you know? Um, the algorithm itself is looking at second, seven-second videos, right? Um, so it's kind of like the old Vine days, right? So if you, uh, yeah. you know, do something like that, do something quirky, do something fun, that's a big key. Have fun with it, you know? You're going to get a lot of hate online. It is what it is, you know? Um, I don't think I go one day without getting a fat comment on there or <laughs> that's such bullshit, man. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Bullshit. That's not how you do this. It's like do it how you like, you know. Did you have fun with it? You did? Great. Who cares? <laughs> the worst thing about that is the people that are calling us fat, it's it's our own people just behind some fake <laughs> fake ass profile picture. <laughs> it I'm happens. Not, it, I'm not trying to buy food off a skinny dude. I'm gonna tell you that right that's now. That's also true. Yeah. I mean look at the greats, man. Dude. Malcolm Reed, you know, he's a big dog and he's one of the greats. So yeah, absolutely. Some some pencil thin guys out here trying to tell me how to do barbecue. I'm gonna be a little skeptical, <laughs> I can't lie. <laughs> Fair. I, I I'll be honest, I gotta say the same. <laughs> Just like if if uh you know me, you or Joe here, we're posting aerobics videos, people are like, All right, well yeah, this doesn't ooh. make any fucking sense. So like, all I'm right. not gonna go with the, I'm not go with these guys. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it's just you know, it makes sense. <laughs> like, how you come to a food TikTok page and start getting pissed that the dude's a big boy? Makes no goddamn sense. <laughs> <laughs> That's just the nature of the business, though. Just negativity. I don't have that that loud minority. Yeah. And honestly, the haters—they bring me strength. You know. I mean, if we're gonna get haters. We're gonna get people that support me. Um, the support what we're doing, you know, that's what matters. You know, I, I think that the the fo- the good followers that we do have, people that come to just want to learn how to barbecue, that's what makes the page worth it. You know, I'm not gonna let some guy sitting behind his computer say, "Oh, this guy's fat. Doesn't know what he's doing. He's gonna die 12 minutes and <laughs> crap like that." No, I don't care. About that. Yeah, a good time, not a long time. <laughs> Hell yeah, welcome. Awesome. Um. Well, I want to backtrack a little bit. You yeah. talked about this uh, video of, of a breakfast burger that you guys put together. I need to get the details on that. Oh, it's it's uh, funny. It's kind of cringy now that I see what I'm posting now and then look. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Looking back on old Facebook. But um, it was big just, you know, trying to get people excited about it. Uh, we made a, a breakfast burger. It was a sausage uh, ground beef cut uh, burger patty. We threw bacon on that. We threw, uh, of course, the cheese, a big fried egg on top on a toasted brioche bun. Man, it was good. You know, my, my, my awesome. we absolutely love breakfast. And so I was like, you know, barbecue and breakfast. I'm like, let's do a thing, you know. And it turned out really good. I mean, of course, there's certain things that I would do. I think the big thing that I struggled with was the seasoning on the on the burger itself, which that can be easily be fixed. You know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, another thing too that kind of popped off during the the early the very first like um stage of, of the pandemic there like march through you know basically the end of 2020 was blackstones uh everyone like i i was running this 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 kind of page on facebook where i people would just post like stuff that they were cooking or like dishes and stuff and it was pretty fun 
And it kind of uh, took away from like the monotonous BS that would be on everyone's news feeds, especially that year with everything that was going on. So it was just kind of something to pull people from that. But yeah, the big thing was um, a couple of our friends, they, they had some black stones and, and kind of swore by them. So I think they were just getting bought left and right. And um, I, I ended up buying just like the, uh, I don't even know what it's called, like the camp ready or whatever. It was like a 19, just the 19, which was, you know, I, I would like to get the 36 at some point, but 19 is pretty solid for, for my family of four. And um, I love that thing. Yeah, but, I got uh, that for sure. That, when I saw yeah. That, yeah, I got to get it. And that was uh, before Char Griller jumped in on uh, on making me an ambassador. So, I mean, I use the, the Blackstone. Um, I'm actually looking to get the, which is the equivalent for Char Griller, the flat iron. I want to get okay. the, when I go camping with my family because we tried taking the 36 Blackstone on a uh, camping trip. No, heavy. Yeah, yeah, oh, I bet. <laughs> it's got to be nuts. Um, I see. I didn't know that they had their own their own set. That's awesome because that's actually the, the exact grill I got is a char griller. Same. Um, that's pretty much all uh, all I've ever used. Is my dad's got one, and um, the, the cool thing is like it's it's quality grill and it's a hell of a lot cheaper than some of like the bigger names, your Weber's and, and stuff like that. All the green eggs, and um, that's awesome. I I didn't know that uh, you're an ambassador. That's pretty cool. Yeah, they're they're pretty cool. I mean, uh, I started with my my normal offset, and then uh, Char Griller was nice enough uh, uh, during my ambassadorship. They said, "Hey, we need to give you an upgrade," and they end up getting me a really awesome dream grill. I mean, I'll be honest. Look, I, I got uh, I'm a sensitive guy behind this barbecue profile, but uh, <laughs> when I set that thing up, my wife and I were looking at, it and uh, I, man, I cried. I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like, I, awesome. I got you know and it was it was super cool you know and now i got two char grillers uh master built a uh char broil and then a blackstone so we're we're growing and my wife's mad that i have too many too many of those things <laughs> could be worse could be worse at least they're not like i don't know cars or something something nuts drug, plus you know? I'm, I'm sure she she doesn't uh complain when you're pulling whatever off of you know what which, whichever thing you're using that night for dinner yeah, I'm sure. She's a okay then. <laughs> um, what I mean, are you set up like? Do you have like a, a garage or some kind of like you know pole barn or something where you kind of do most of the the setup? Because I, I, every time I watch like the live, it looks like you're you're like outdoors or in some kind of outside shack or something. Like what kind of setup you got over there? Um, so with uh, with Char Griller, of course, they are. Uh, I have to be able to post content frequently and stuff like that, and especially in the winter time, you know. So. Instead of me trashing up the house, um, I know my wife is very appreciative of me getting into the garage. So we use the garage test kitchen. Um, I end up buying one of those Husky tables, ones that hand crank over at Home Depot. And that's our prep table. Get it cleaned up, you know. Um, We had to throw in a backdrop in the garage and it's our garage test kitchen. We've got a couple flags in there. People send us stickers all the time and I love throwing them up on there. Um, so right now it's uh, I operate out of the garage. I got uh, the freezer filled with meat, and then uh, just recently we got a mini fridge full of barbecue sauce because I get people sending me sauce all the time now. And uh, it's so we get set up out there. I got the two grills out on the outside of the garage with a gas propane heater that my wife got for Christmas, and then um, we also got another space heater for the garage. So we're trying to get it comfortable enough where we can you know get the job done, but of course you know don't want to freeze my ass off out there yeah just got to be pretty tough these days because even in down here in ohio we were single digits most of the week so i can't imagine what it was like 
two hours There's up north. seven right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Over here. Nuts. Brutal. Um, but I guess before we move on, we'll, and we'll do it again at the end of the show, but for now, um, just plug plug everything you got as far as socials or any kind of sites or you know where you want people, what kind of traffic. Um, all the people, man, let them know where they can find you and stuff. Absolutely. Everybody can find on um, on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. I'm on uh, Twitter recently. Um, anybody that wants to join Michigan BBQ Addicts, okay? Um, we have a Linktree account that has everything. If you join on one of the profiles, check us out on TikTok. TikTok, Michigan BBQ Addicts. Everything's in the bio. Uh, you will also see a snippet of this podcast that's going to be posted on Monday on the Linktree account. So check it out, y'all. Awesome. Awesome. Um, before we jump into the mill, Joe or, or Dylan, do you guys got any more questions or, or things that you want to bring up? Uh, who's going to win in a fight, you or Malcolm Reed? There we oh, go. Malcolm Reed. Malcolm Reed for sure. I'm a part of look- I'm not a hater. <laughs> He's got those eight pants. <laughs> yeah, he seems too game. nice. I feel like behind the scenes, like if, if you, if you, uh, Cross him the wrong way, yeah, he, he probably gets real turn up, turned up. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm a barbecuer. I'm not a fighter. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's a good question. Yeah, you're a fighter know. of fires. What's that? I said you were a fighter of fires. I was. Yes, I did that for almost ten years uh, for a local fire department out here. Um, I ended up uh, stepping down, retiring in 2015. Um, of course, you know I was in paramedic school as well, and so I was working in EMS. Uh, in uh, Flint, Detroit, it's uh, it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed what I did, but of course, I like the uh, security of knowing that um, my my risk of losing my life is much more diminished now in an office job. Yeah, I would imagine. Uh, now, things that you've created on your TikToks with these meals and creations are they all manifested within your own head, or are you kind of uh, uh, going through the process of how to make them off of things that you've found from others? Uh, yes. So um, we end up looking at like the, some of the basics, you know, pulled pork, brisket, sausage, stuff, sausage videos. But um, what we are, what we look at is, I mean, a lot of it's like, you know, fat guy thoughts where you're watching TV. And, <laughs> you know, that that could fit in an egg roll. You know, and then, <laughs> <laughs> look at that. And then I was looking at jalapeno popper. I was like, that jalapeno looks like pickle. And then it's like. Oh, well, there we go. There's a, there's something good. Uh, you know, a lot of it's fat guy thoughts, a lot of it's stuff that you see online, and uh, a lot of it's just recipes that I've I've grown to love. That, that's uh, awesome. I love the, the creativity. Fat guy thoughts are killing me, dude. That's most of them right now. <laughs> it's art. I tell these guys, I, was, I used to make, like, stupid stuff. Like, I went through this phase of putting everything in a quesadilla. Just, like, whole chicken tenders, just stuff like this. Stupid stuff that doesn't need to be in there. Just, that reminds me of that, man. Like, I want to make a brisket hot pocket. That's what I need to make. Uh, oh, I, I, we might need to feature you on the show, Joe. <laughs> I, yeah, there you go, You're man. like an hour and ten minutes away from me. I'll, I'll make it up there yeah. in person. Like springtime, like when it, when the weather breaks or something, like springtime, we got to definitely try to get up there and we'll uh, maybe try to film some shit or definitely he's got to link up man because uh we got we got to see because everything on on that video you made all that stuff um everything looked legit uh it looked like you made that the queso dip looked awesome um i think what i think i seen some beef ribs Mm -hmm. um 
And then I think the thing that you just pretty much crumbled up in your hand what was that a pork butt, pork shoulder oh. or something? <laughs> yeah, the pork butt. We love. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. Do it yeah. by much better. So I watched a. Uh, it was a TikTok I seen not long ago where this guy he had the same thing it was set a whole, it's like a whole pork butt or something. He he had his knife and he's getting ready to, to stab it. But then he puts the knife down and then he just crumbles it up with his hand. I was like, wow, it mm-hmm. was awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's what it's like pork butt. Yep. Ten- brisket get to that point it's super satisfying what um i guess i i have a question i'm thinking but what what are your more favorite uh like wood pieces that you, you use for some of that stuff you know that's a, that's a good question i usually get um the big thing is is wood is an ingredient to what you're cooking right uh people think about oh you're just burning it like just like charcoal is an ingredient that you're cooking um it all depends on what you look at, right? With uh, chicken, I love a good hickory uh, with chicken. Uh, anything with beef, it's going to be mesquite. Pork, I love using the sweeter woods, such as like cherry, peach, applewood. Um, with chicken and beef, you could use pecan wood. You could use post oak. You could use mesquite if you want to. all depends on what smoky flavor you want. The harsher woods are going to be like your mesquite woods and your pecan woods. Uh, hickory can be harsh at times. It depends on how much smoke flavor you want, you know? Like our pork butts, we typically go with, I go with a apple wood and a cherry wood, right? With my briskets, it's usually going to be apple and mesquite wood because I want to get a little bit of that that fruitiness, like little notes of fruit, right? Um, chicken, uh, it's going to be, you know, it could be pecan and hickory, or if you want to add some sweeter tendencies, depending on what your seasoning is, I like to throw an apple, cherry, or peach wood. But uh, the majority of what I typically use um, I find that if, if you were to look at a credit card statement, it'd be Applewood for sure. I have one more question and we'll jump in the mill. Um, for ribs, I've always been a big component of uh, what they call like the three, two, one method. Um, but, uh, for you guys over there, um, is that what you guys would, how you guys would run it or do you have a different setup for, for like pork ribs? Pork ribs, absolutely. I live and die by the three, two, one method. So that's okay. three hours on, two hours wrapped in foil uh, with the meat face down, bones up, and then one more hour after two hours, undone, sauced up, ready to roll. Perfect. All right. That's that's how I've always pretty much had the best results. But I'm always obviously just like you. I'm always kind of interested to see what other different techniques there are. Uh, like to try stuff and, and see if one tops the other and, and kind of just keep learning along the way. But Dylan, um, let's jump in the mill, man. All righty. All righty. Another brief one around the mill we go with Dill. Let's keep it a little bit barbecue-themed here. As we mentioned a little bit earlier in the episode, um, I was talking about regions of barbecue. Walter staking the flag of his own up there in Michigan for the region of Michigan. Um, Now, Mount Rushmore's are usually what you typically would Google barbecue regions. You get your Kansas City, Texas, your Carolina, and your uh, Memphis are usually your typical top top dogs of like well-known regions um we also had a listener mention st louis barbecue and matt schmeezy um so that's another one as well but we also know today michigan is also a new region so boys what are your favorite styles of barbecue 
Try not to be too biased. Free. Good. good Whatever's good. Whatever's good. I I lean towards Texas, man. That's fair. I I mean, they're all good. It just, I feel like I end up purchasing that kind of most or trying to find a recipe like Texas style. I could be wrong, but is it like Memphis? Memphis is like more of like a sweet heat or is that Carolina? I think Carolina's like like mustard based or something, aren't they? Okay, yeah, maybe. Yeah. That's okay, yeah. Maybe it is Memphis then that's like more of like the heat. It, it, for, for me, I guess it just depends. Uh, like sometimes I like a real saucy rib, but then other times I can eat a rib that has just got like a dry rub on it. And that's it. Like no sauce right. needed because if they did it right, it doesn't necessarily even need sauce. But it, it kind I kind of go back and forth on that for sure. As, as a wee lad, I, I couldn't stand dry rubs, but as an adult, I have grown to them. So, um,. I've grown up, guys. I've grown up um, as far as my seasonings are concerned, so I'm happy about that situation. How about you, How about you, Walter? The pit master yourself, your style, your favorite style. What's tried outside of Michigan, what's your favorite style? Judgment-free. Judgment-free. There you go. <laughs> now, I like myself some good Texas barbecue. Okay. Um, more partial. I like the vinegar-based sauces. I love that, yep. but um, when I look at – when I think of barbecue, I, I'm always thinking Texas, and, of course yep. – uh, uh, they got their style, and then that, that's kind of what I base a lot of my stuff off of. What's in Texas, and what's delicious? Would, yeah, yeah, would you say that you kind of gravitate to the Texas? Michigan barbecue is kind of like a foundation of Texas barbecue, but with a Michigan spin. That's what it sounds good to me. Whatever's good. Whatever's good. Yeah. So yeah, moving on to the next topic here. This is something that you brought up to me, Bobby, uh, and news that you broke to me. This is going to sports now. With, uh, I guess Von Miller wanted to play with Odell Beckham while he was in Cleveland, and Odell told him not to come to Cleveland. Um, what, what are, were your sources? Because you are my source. Uh, what are your sources there? And what, what say you? I think it's just absolutely just. Uh, it kind of just fits the mold of the perception of that fans base have on Odell already. Um, he, we half-assed it here in Cleveland, and obviously he. He's in a city he wants to be in, and he's playing a little bit better. Shocker. He's not He's not dropping uh, third and fours, fourth and threes anymore. Easy catches um, in the hands. So what what say you, Bobby? Um, I got an article sent to me by your boy Glenn. Shout out to Glenn. Um, and it was an SI article. I, I don't know. I can't remember who wrote it. I didn't really. I just kind of jumped right in and started reading it. And, yeah, sure enough, um, those guys, I guess, wanted to play with each other. Um on the same team. I should probably put that context in there because that sounded weird <laughs> otherwise. But uh, um, Von Miller was started talking to my guest saying like, hey, maybe, you know, what, you're down there in Cleveland. And, and he was, I think he had another year or two, lo- you know, locked up with us in Cleveland. And he thought, hey, you know, maybe we can talk to Denver about trading me over there. And he basically, he basically said, don't come to Cleveland. And then, you know, however long later, he gets released by the Browns, and now they're over there in, in L.A. So, um, if that's the case, I mean, shit, man, that, that sucks. And it kind of seems to prove what a lot of people suspected, that he just kind of half-assed it while he was here, collected a you know, paycheck. And, um, you know, he kind of always wondered, because I don't think it was necessarily his decision to get traded over here. Right. I mean, obviously, it was like New York, because they were kind of tired of, of, you know, his – I don't want to say antics, but um, kind of a lot of baggage that came along with with what he brought. And then as soon as he came here, it was just 
some flashes of, of what he was, but basically it was just kind of, uh, you know, mediocre, you know, football, unfortunately. But he got out of here, and then as soon as he crosses over to the West Coast, he's he's been spectacular. He's been pretty much what we saw him do, um, you know, in – uh, that, that's been kind of tough to watch. I can't lie, but I think I don't know if spectacular um, would be the word. You know, it is what it is. But I, hey, man, in this game, if 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 we had a receiver that scored touchdowns every single game, that's spectacular. Looking receiver to get three catches in Cleveland. So, um, <laughs> as far as I go, six, seven touchdowns, whatever it was, and throwing them, catching them, you know, whatever the fuck. That's 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 some good football right there. So, whether or not yeah, it's I feel like, about him personally, yeah, they're they're scheming that up just to kind of it's probably more so like McVeigh's ego saying, "Hey, I can do what you couldn't." Type deal. I can see that being a thing for sure. But uh, lastly, here around the round the mill with Dill MGK at it again. Uh, we just got word um, from our previous <laughs> our previous guest George. Um, that uh, he he did a, a Frank Ocean cover. Now I don't listen to much Frank Ocean, but that seemed to be a big deal with you, Bobby. Um, now why is he doing this? He's doing a lot of things for attention, or or uh, I, I don't I have no idea. But he's uh, grasping for that fame still. He's, he's grasping at something. Yeah, I don't know if it's fame he's getting. I don't know nothing. I don't know nothing. I don't follow anything he does. <laughs> I just get shown the shit. Uh, like I said a couple weeks ago. Everything I learned about him was against my will. This is another thing. <laughs> um, this definitely was not needed. Um, the song, the song was uh, you know fine as is. It's bad cover. What, what song and, uh, was it? It's just I'm I'm tired. Um, I can't even remember. But obviously, just Frank Ocean's got his own kind of you know thing. So just imagine MGK trying to like reenact that yeah. in his style. That's just dumb. But Voice didn't match very well. Um, I want to rewind a bit. Dude, from the football, I liked it on, it's you know, Swim Good. That's talk. one of my favorite songs. What a... Don't even listen to it. Don't even listen to it. I'm not going to. Walter, uh, you're up there in Michigan. You know, you're right outside of Detroit. Does that mean that you're a Wolverines and Lions guy? Or where, where uh, are, you, are you even a sports guy in general? Where, where, are, your, uh, where are your sports ties? Well, uh, typically I'm a hockey fan because I can't rely on, uh, you know, Detroit basketball, okay. football, or anything like that. Uh, but... Sure. Yeah. Spartan at heart. I love the, the Michigan State Spartans. Um, if as far okay. as that goes, I don't really follow, but a college football, I absolutely love. Okay. There we go. Well, and you know what? That's good. I, Spart- Spartans is way, way well, not way better, but it's better than being a Wolverines fan in my eyes. Because obviously, as you can imagine, I'm a Buckeyes fan, so um, <laughs> we I accept State much much easier than I would Wolverines. So respect. Hey, same same your way. Yeah, <laughs> you know we got judgment judgment free barbecue, but as far as sports go, I I will lay down some some big time judgment depending on where people where people uh have have their uh you know loyalties. But um, Dylan, uh, we we hopping out of the mill. I did. That was the last one, but I did kind of think of another that Matt also kind of called you out. He said that uh, your uh your 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 take on fucko of the week, I believe it was for Duncan. Uh, was unwarranted. Uh, I, I'm, I, this is your platform to kind of steer the steer the ship here. On do you think it was unwarranted for the for the harsh words you had for Duncan with your bad experience? Experiences plural. So no, 
Um, if, if they're back to back to back and quality shit, uh, I think I think that warrants uh, fuck all the week. And like I said, the way they they treated me last week as a customer, um, rather than giving me a refund or just a chance to order a different product, they just kind of mixed their own drink that they thought was good and then handed me the the drink out the window. So that ain't that's not that's not good service at all. So there goes your tap water. Yeah. With Very cream. deserving. And to bring it full circle, he did kind of make a sports relation to it, as in his argument was that you can't get mad at the ninth batter not hitting a home run. But that's it for around the middle deal. I don't know what to say to that. So we don't. We don't. I don't. That's the last time I mentioned those guys on the show. So Matt, when you listen, Duncan, they suck ass. Smarten up. You ain't got to necessarily mess with Starbucks, but there's way better coffees out there than Duncan. Um, get you do better, man. All right, they're trash. And uh, you deserve to enjoy something of of a higher uh, stature. So that's that, those so are my bad. thoughts. And uh, we don't we don't mention them ever again from Cut. this point starting fresh. now. <laughs> so you're saying we shouldn't get a Duncan sponsorship? Is that what you're saying? It's out the window now by all, by all a stretch of the imagination. I don't know, I don't know who that is. Oh, all right. I don't know who that is. Never oh. heard of him. Um, but before we jump into the TSP arena for a little of this or that, Walter, I'm going to ask you the question we ask all our guests at, at the end of each episode, and that is, knowing what you know today, what is one thing you would tell your 18-year-old self? Don't listen to what people say negative about you. You're more of a person than you think you are, you know? I like that. I Short like and this. sweet, and uh, definitely... Definitely the way it needs to be, man. Absolutely. Just do your own thing. Don't worry about what other people got to kind of say. Because most of the time, they're just talking out of their ass anyway. Or, frankly, they're just jealous. So, that's kind of what I've learned along along the way. So, respect that. Respect that answer. But, Dylan, open up the doors of the arena and explain to our guest here what exactly needs to be done. We just kindly ask you to kick off the shoes Wipe off the socks. Step into the arena because we're going to have 90 seconds on the clock for a speed course of this or that. The choice is yours. You can get with this or you can get with that. It's time to step into the TSP arena for 90 seconds of this or that. You can get with this or you can get with that. T-minus 90 seconds. All right, well, here we go. Coke or Pepsi? Coke. Steak or burger? Burgers. Fall or spring? Fall for sure. Breakfast or dinner? Breakfast. Pork or chicken? Pork. Pork or beef? Oh, pork. (laughs) Loyalty or respect? Respect. Couch or recliner? Liner. Money or free time? Free time. Toilet paper roll. Over or under? Over. Super sandwich. Sandwich. Sausage or bacon? Sausage. Sweet or savory? Sweet. Beer or liquor? Liquor. The office or Parks and Rec? The office. 
Longhorn or Texas Roadhouse? Ten, nine, Texas. eight, seven, six. Soft one, or hard tacos? Four, three, two, one. Zero. Pancake or waffle? Waffle. Boom. Walter, you can now exit out of the TSP arena. Not bad. No snags, but now we know you're a big, big pork guy. I can dig it. Yeah, I have a pork, pork guy. over everything, huh? <laughs> hey, no, nothing wrong with that at all. But uh, before we get out of here, one more time, just just plug it all. Let let everyone know once more where they can find you and, and uh, you know the content that they can look forward to seeing each and every week, man. Hey y'all, Walter Johnson from Michigan Barbecue Addicts. If you like good barbecue, judgment free barbecue. Please join us. Join us on TikTok, Michigan BBQ Addicts. We produce content every week. We got a lot of delicious food coming around. And more importantly, judgment-free barbecue for you and your family. A big shout-out to the Talking Shop podcast for having me on today. Thank you so much for talking shop with me, jamming about barbecue. Check us out Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. You can check that out on TikTok. Mad respect. Let's get it done. My man, thanks again for coming on, giving us some of your time on a Saturday. Keep going up. Uh, we're going to definitely be watching, supporting everything we can do. And like I said, maybe sometime in the spring, you know, early summer, we got to try to, to uh, set up, like I said, a little TSP road trip. Get up there and see exactly uh, what, what it is you do. Because everything on video looks great, but we definitely need to experience it in, in, in real life. So, um, Walter, man, uh, it was great to meet you, talk to you. And um, we'll definitely keep, be uh, staying in touch for sure. Absolutely. Thank you guys so much for your time today. Keep on rocking what you do. This podcast is awesome. Thanks, man. I appreciate the Hell yeah. Thank you, sir. Dylan, the end of one thirty. Take us out. Yes, sir. That is a wrap for TSP 130. Season 5 has been an absolute blast so far. What a start to the season it's been. Be sure to show some love there to Michigan Barbecue Addicts um, on all social media platforms there as far as us, Talking Shop Pod. That's at Talking Shop Pod on all media or social media platforms there. Hopefully we get our videos out there on YouTube one day. I know we have some listeners that have been clamoring for that, getting it in video form to kind of, you know, touch on that sense is the seeing, seeing the podcast as opposed to just listening for those people that even have the time to do so. Uh, But from myself, Walter, Bobby, and Joe. Have a wonderful week, my friends. Take care.